I talked to somebody recently who used to be a college sprinter. They would run the 100 meter, the 200 meter. And I asked them, because we were talking about a portion in scripture about the cloud of witnesses that God has that encourage us with their lives of faith. I asked him, is there anything that you can tell me from your experience of being a sprinter at the college level, division one, is there anything you can tell me about the difference between sprinting in practice or sprinting at a meet where there was nobody versus sprinting in front of a big crowd. He talked a little bit about the nervousness, but then he went on to say, I always ran my fastest times in front of a big crowd. As we run through life, it can be hard for us to do it alone. In fact, we're not made to do that alone. The one thing we are not made to do is handle any part of life, not the sprints, not the marathonic type version of life that we might think it to be, alone. We, we're just not built that way. And imagine if you were left to your grief all alone. That truth, as challenging as it is, hit me like a ton of bricks one day. Being a pastor of a church, I've done several funerals. That's no surprise. But one thing I had never thought of is how, as a pastor, when you're encouraging those who are grieving, to not overlook how God works through those people to encourage you when you are grieving. You get close to people. You're, you're there when they have their celebrations, and you're there maybe even when they're gasping at, at their last breath and God calls them home, right there at their bedside. I've been there several times. Maybe you have, too. And maybe that's what makes this such a challenge. But can I tell you a story? There's this one particular lady from church, and I've had several funerals. This one in particular, which all of them are different from the other. This was a lady who always took time to contact me. Always. She would stop by and drop off a little muffin at my desk if she saw my car was there. She would reach out to me, to my wife, and encourage our kids and spend time with us. She'd invite us over for meals. And so when God called her home, it hit me in a special way. Not that it hit me more than any others. Anytime God takes people from us, it hurts. That's why we don't play the grief comparison game, right? But this one hit me in a unique way from all of the rest because I still miss her. I still miss those opportunities to talk with her. She was so wise and, and caring and encouraging, not just for me, but for my wife, my kids. That's pretty profound. But do you know what happened after the funeral? It was a couple days later. And her husband came to my office and he said, I just wanted to reach out to you because I know that you're grieving too. He just lost his wife of over 50 years. They have kids, they have grandkids. It's only a couple days after the funeral, there's still family in town. He kind of set them up with the park. They could kind of walk and see some scenic views for a second. And he said, I'm gonna go stop by and see pastor. And you know what he did? He said, I care about you. How are you doing? There he was <laughs> counseling, encouraging me about my grief. It's something that I didn't really think about. Maybe pastors don't often think about that. And if you have a pastor, and I hope you do, maybe more, maybe you should consider encouraging them because odds are they're grieving too when they lose loved ones in their church family. And that's why God gives us this very powerful reminder, this impactful encouragement. It's 
towards the end of the chapter of chapter 12 in Romans. It's very simple. This is what he says. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. You think back to one of the earlier videos when we talked about the widow at Nain and her dead son, that crowd that was around her. All of the people that were there when Lazarus walked out of the tomb, not just Mary and Martha, Jesus and the disciples, but the whole town in Bethany. You think about the number of people who have been around you, who have witnessed what you're going through. And yet, throughout this entire process, God has brought good about, at least in this way, in addition to many others. He's made you equipped and experienced to see the people in your life who need help so that you can rejoice with those who are rejoicing, but especially since you know what it's like to go through this grief, you can grieve with those who grieve too. And in this way, it's not just us who know that we are not meant to go through life alone. It's the people we encourage as well. Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike. As you were listening today, could you think of one person in particular in your life who could really use this message? I have a hunch if you take just a second, someone's name or face might pop into your brain. We'd love for you to share this episode so people just like that, that you love and that God loves, can learn more about God's love. So take a moment, share this episode with someone you care about. Thanks so much for spreading the good news of Jesus and have an amazing day.